0: What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 76 of Beef's Beef. We got a uh, BJ obviously returning because he's a co-host, but we have a guest that's not been on the show before. He's one of my – I'd say outside of my family, I've known him probably longer than anyone else that's been on this podcast.
1: That's right. It's G. (laughs) G.
0: (laughs) So I met this dude when I was four years old. We went from kindergarten all the way to graduation together
2: so you've known him for what 42 years
0: yeah roughly? Uh, close to it. It, uh, 20 good. 20 good. <laughs> 26 years for those counting at home oh my bad um like i said i went to kindergarten all the way up to the 12th grade great friends all the way. at least i thought we were i think we still are
1: yeah we're still friends don't see each other very much we're both adults yeah and you know that's just the way
0: it goes yeah so Without further ado, we got, like you said, G, we got Mr. Grant Shaney on the show. Hey, what's,
1: uh, what's up, my beefy buds? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, uh, Grant is one of the few people that I hear from, or not few, is one of the, is the small amount of people, I guess you could say, that listens to every episode. Like that, that legitimately will text me and say, Hey, I like this, but because we'll have people that listen to episodes but don't necessarily get to catch all of them right when they come out. This is now an avid listener.
1: I do like it, it's good. Um, I like to talk about how great the cards are, except recently, and uh, anytime we can uh, crap all over UK is great, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> which hasn't happened as of, as of late, but I mean, Louisville did lose again. Uh, we played Boston College Wednesday. Uh, lost the game 66 to 59. Had a lead again. Wasn't like we've done in the past against, you know, Duke or Virginia or Florida State, but we did have a lead and we were on the road against a team that's really not good outside of one maybe two players.
1: Yeah, they kind of look like trash, but um trap game. Yep. Yeah, it was a tra- You can't have trap a, you, can, you can't
0: <laughs> call every game a trap game for us.
1: No, it's just the last 10. Where it was all February was a trap.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a trap. It was like that guy from Star Wars.
2: Got to play the odds, man. If you don't say it, you never get to win.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I guess not. I mean, maybe you need to quit saying it.
2: All right, I'll quit saying it because the Notre Dame game coming up is not a trap game.
0: How is it not a trap game? We play the number three team in the nation right after it.
2: Number two currently, but because you all will win that, so therefore it
0: can't be defined as a trap game. Well, fair enough. We'll so go over we'll go over it. So Louisville shoots. 22 of 67, which is a mere 33% from the field.
1: Not bad, not bad. <laughs>
0: Jordan Noir picks up two quick fouls, which then brings in my my guy that I always defend, even though too much of Louisville fans' chagrin, VJ King. He
1: He's nice and he's husky. He can defend decently, but he, he's just bad offensive. <laughs> yeah. He's just all around. He's underperforming. He's he
0: he, he yeah. shot two of nine, one of four from three, which that's kind of – Honestly, if you ask me, he shot one of two from three, two of seven from, from the field, which still isn't great. But he got past the ball twice on two shot with the shot clock at two. So he's throwing up shots from 40 feet away when he shouldn't be even getting the ball. Yeah. He did hit that.
1: Which is most it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> There's, at
0: least he's got that going for him. He's, he's got a good hairline. Oh, Lord. Which is better than what I can say.
1: But hey, you look great, too.
0: <laughs> but Stephen Enoch, Enoch went – off 22 points only had six rebounds but nine of 17 from the field uh i thought down the street doing whatever he wanted to inside uh malik williams continues to be it's on the offensive end at all
2: you got to give Nora some credit for rebounding too i mean 12 rebounds in the game that's
0: i I would i mean he's just he's a guard small forward i mean he averages seven or eight a game yeah so he averaged a lot for for where he is but yeah 12 I, i mean i'll give him credit on that but I don't I i he the thing with Noir is he just he does nothing else but shoot the ball. He doesn't try to get anyone else involved when he still is the type of person that can get people to draw to him just because of how fast he can yeah. eat up.
2: He probably benefit he's one of those guys I feel like if you miss I've seen a couple of games where he gets something like that, that turns it on right away, but
0: if he misses the first couple of shots his entire team. If you take a look at this team, uh going all the way back to Florida State or even Duke this team is probably will you get one or two plays going wrong and then yeah, they get and everything collapses everything and it's like you don't have just like hey look we're still we're still winning there's right. no reason for you to be so uptight just play your game and we'll be fine there's no one that's stepping up like that
1: Perry could probably be that guy couldn't he as far as emotion I mean, uh, emotion wise defensively yeah. too and I feel like if he could get some stops, it could breathe a little bit more life back into people. But
0: Yeah, know. the thing with Perry, though, is he doesn't realize when when right. he should and shouldn't take shots. And that's his biggest problem is he takes terrible shots.
2: No, well, I'm saying as far as emotion, think about it. You literally have nobody else on that team who's like, Cunningham is a little chippy. Um, Williams is a little chippy. Enoch doesn't show much emotion. Nora doesn't show much emotion. Most teams that are good teams have somebody who's the leader of the troops or somebody who they feed off their energy. I, I don't know who that would be for you all.
0: No, and that's what I'm hoping some, comes with some of those players next season because you got guys like Josh Nickelberry and you got guys like um, Aiden Agahan who seem to me just from social media like to be out there and like to be a type like of leader. Right. I, I, I hate to say that we're going to have a leader It's going to be a freshman, but, I mean, who knows? That might be what it has to be.
1: Right, if nobody else steps up. But you never know. I mean, another year you could have somebody stepping up like Wara. Maybe it changes mindset a little bit.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Wara's already stepped up as far as he's second in the nation in, in uh, points per game bumped up but i didn't I don't know who it was that they said he was he was behind, but he bumped his scoring average up by eleven point six points from last year, yeah,
2: well, even his playing minutes have gone I mean what do he average eleven minutes per game last year or if something? that
0: yeah, that was the thing like i I never understood why Paget put him in a doghouse, yeah, it's like man, you're pretty much renting this coaching job, that's the only bad thing I really had for in my mind for Paget last year was that he kind of put Noir in a doghouse early and never really let him out.
1: what's he no. doing now?
0: Uh, he's actually an analyst. He does uh, he does basketball games on T- on ESPN now.
1: Really,
2: he'll probably get another job somewhere. He'll probably have to start small though. Yeah. Like he'll probably be an assistant coach somewhere. I mean, he, think about it. That's a tough position to walk into. You're following a pretty prestigious coach in Rick Petino and
0: then.
1: And he didn't do terrible. I think we had a twenty-three win season, something
0: like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's that's the, that's why I said it the way I did. That's really the only gripe that I had with him last year. Because he, you're throwing the keys. You're what was it a week before practice? Right. You don't have any assistance. You're running practice by yourself for two weeks, yeah. which is outrageous to do with sixth graders, let alone Division <laughs> one athletes. I mean, it's it, then you got to, and then not only are you doing that, but you're trying to you're trying to somewhat recruit, and you're trying to find assistant coaches. Yeah. I, I mean, for what he had, I thought he did a good job, but that's like I said, that's my only gripe was the fact that he put Noir into doghouse early and never really let him out.
2: Yeah. But all those reasons you just gave, too, Chris Mack, even though he got hired and had much more time to develop his staff and get everybody, that's some of the reasons why I wouldn't count them out this year. Because obviously I've seen some of your old worst games and I've seen – all's best game of the year, what I'm led to believe with the North Carolina game. Well, I would say yeah. uh, I would say
0: I would say that probably is when you beat a team with a worst loss at home since two thousand and two and it's a oh, team it's like a, you all, I would say that's definitely a, your best win. It
2: was a drumming though. It's like I told you, it was it was a beatdown from the beginning. So I I've seen both sides of the spectrum. And I've seen a lot of other college teams. And I'd say coming out of the ACC tournament, if you all get a little bit of momentum and can get a decent draw, I, I, I think you all could be a force to be reckoned with in the tournament. It's all about matchups in the tournament. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is is if you just tell the players the game's only 30 minutes long, we might beat a lot of teams. That's right.
1: <laughs> you beat everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look, you know what? Let's just kind of skate at the beginning of the game instead of the last 10 minutes. Let's skate it the first 10 minutes and then just play it hard the last 30. Yeah. It's tough for me to understand, too,
2: because it, they, they don't look confident out there. And this is the thing that I know. I know they prepare to be confident. And your confidence should come from that preparation. Chris Mack isn't going to allow them not to be prepared. So, hopefully, something will change. And, I mean, you have a couple of these tough losses in a row. You either fold and quit, or uh, you show up to fight. So hopefully, like I said, it, 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 you know, next game coming up be a big one.
0: Yeah, I mean we got we got Notre Dame coming into the Yum Center on Sunday. Uh, Notre Dame, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Notre Dame coming into the Yum Center on Sunday at one thirty. Uh, like that loss moved bit to nine and seven, seventh in the ACC. So they're still in for a for at least a, a single buy. Uh, I think they're pretty much out of the running for a double-bye.
1: Definitely no double-bye.
0: Yeah, they're definitely not going to get a double-bye. But, I mean, if this skid keeps happening, Louisville is going to put itself in danger of not even having a buy at all in the the ACC tournament. Which, to me, having at least one is normally – I mean, I don't think anyone's won the ACC tournament not having a buy.
2: I get all that, but think about it. This is going to help your resume. I mean, if you win – the ACC tournament having multiple games, don't you think that gets you a better
0: draw too? Well, absolutely. I mean if you think about twenty fourteen, that Yukon team lost to us in the in the tournament. Right. The, the AAC tournament. But the fact that they had played so many games getting up to that point, they put them in the tournament and end up winning the title. Yeah. That's why I
2: say think about it. You all aren't gonna win an ACC regular season title. No. So forget that. Win your next two games if possible. Go into the ACC tournament with a little bit of momentum coming off of Virginia win. That's a that'd be a big win if you all can get that. If I
1: don't
0: know. Hey. Hey, here's my thing. Yeah, a lot if, of if hits. we if we beat Notre Dame and beat them handily, don't have any problems where we're collapsing at the end, and we go to Virginia, play well like we did for most of our game, and or most of our game here, I, I'm totally fine with us as long as we're playing consistent and throughout the entire game. I never like losing. I don't want it to sound like that, but that's a tough place to play at Virginia. Yeah. Unless, unless you're duke. I mean, Dukes the only team to beat them this season. So, I mean, there's a reason for that because they're a good team.
2: Right. But they're beatable. That's and I yeah. think stylistically you all can match up decently against them.
0: The thing is is we can't have a no-show on the inside with 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 uh Enoch and Williams again. Right. I mean, when you you hit 10 threes and you're up 37 to
1: yeah who was one. who was destroying us Diaquite?
0: Diaquite, yeah which from that my seat it. i thought was bald and was come to find hair. out yeah it was yeah. just blonde hair he looked like a bad guy from meteor man yeah
1: it's
0: hot <laughs> i didn't i i got smitty saying hey who's the guy that, that looked they that had the blonde hair and i was like they look like dennis rodman and i was like the guy that killed us was bald. <laughs> he was like, "No, I don't think he was." And I was like, "Holy smokes, yeah. Cisco! He definitely had hair." And I don't, I don't know how to think about that. The other day, he definitely looks like a bad guy from *Meteor Man*. And if you've never seen that movie, you should look it up because that's actually a pretty good reference. You
2: remember Keenan and Kel? Absolutely, I remember Keenan and I Kel. Put the
1: nail in the tuna. Yeah. What,
2: what was? But Kel was. Kel had that blonde hair in uh, maybe Mystery Men
1: oh my yeah, goodness yeah. that's and where I Smash could, Mouth got big wasn't it <laughs> hey, I could see
2: them being they were big before that
1: but that was their uh, theme song for that movie yeah.
2: Mystery Men was classic that's oh, a great it was so
1: movie good. it had a uh, Dane Cook in it too as the Waffle Man yep.
0: wow it's talk about throwback man I did not realize that Dane Cook was in that yep. movie as the, it's the, <laughs> still it's the I Waffle I am man.
1: the Waffler Golden Crispy, Bad Guys are History. <laughs> that's,
0: I, yeah, I definitely, uh, for just for these two, since you guys are watching, there's the uh, Meteor Men uh, villains. Oh, yeah. all, oh, that's right. Yeah, all of them did have blonde hair. Meteor Man's a solid movie, though, if you guys haven't seen it. You should watch it. One of the best superheroes of all time.
1: It's been
0: a long time. Oh. I mean, I'm not a big superhero guy, so if I'm being honest.
1: Who else is a little upset about Black Panther getting... Uh, put on at the Oscars as best picture (laughs) is that not the craziest thing you've ever heard I still haven't I still haven't watched it
0: I just had I don't I don't really get into superhero movies that often to be 100% honest with you yeah
1: I'm not a big fan either so when I saw it I was like it was it's one of the few that I've seen recently um and it, it was not a good movie. Well, I think there's probably more, more
2: to it than just it being, you know, the favorite as far as. And I didn't see, who. I mean, was there somebody that you thought should have won over it?
0: Oh. Well, let's let's. I didn't have anybody. Let's be fair though, yeah. because I just realized there's one reason you didn't like it. This guy hates Michael B. Jordan. I don't okay.
1: like Michael B. Jordan. So that's the only the, reason he it, didn't like. That the movie. is not true. They uh, they did
2: mention the Creed movies. We're yeah. not his favorite no,
1: and he's one of the big reasons why at fruitvale station i also did not like fruitvale station was pretty poor as well
0: see i I'd a big michael b jordan fan <laughs> 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 so that's that's where we're going with that because I, I mean i didn't think about that when you first said that I and mean, it's like it's definitely a michael b jordan thing
1: Who, who's the lady in black panther lupita something
0: I, I'm, I'm Like I said, I haven't seen it yet. So. You lost me with Lupita.
1: Lupita. Boy, I'm going to be upset if I'm completely off.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so, Lupita
1: so, I, Iongo. She's a great actor. She's fantastic. And she's going to be in the new uh, key Kill movie.
0: Oh, that actually looks really good, too. Yeah. I finally watched Get Out not that long ago. That's another movie I watched that's recently. Yeah, yeah, that's another great no, movie. I'll leave the scary movies for somebody it's not, else. It's not a scary movie. I think it's scary. It's uh, fair enough, I you guess. Know. It's all the interpretation, <laughs> like you said
2: earlier. It's not really—I wouldn't really call it scary, but makes me have nightmares and pee pee my pants,
0: bro. Yeah, <laughs> then yeah, That's I'd probably then I'd probably yeah. stay away from it if I were you. Then if it if it does that, it's a very good movie though. If you ever do get around, I I guess for you, no. I'd leave the lights on,
1: yeah. no, like Motel Six. It. Yep, wait, watch it in the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: watch it in the daytime. So back, like always, we have the lock of the week. Both of us stumbled down the stretch last week Our last episode uh, i took kansas state and they got pummeled by kansas unfortunately at fog allen which like i said you play against eight eight players when you add the referees
2: so hey dean wade you can blame that on him you Dean. hyped him up and then he played like trash. Yeah,
1: he did not play very well. But I was very surprised how bad they got beat, though.
2: Yeah. Well, they said he walked in in a walking boot, too, so he's still not right. Yeah. I'm not giving him any excuses, though.
0: Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're named after the guy that hosted Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. I'm pretty sure that was Dean Wade as well. But um, I'm going to go with a, a familiar face as far as my lack of the week. Uh, the last time these two teams played, it was not close. It was not pretty. And I looked it up, and I was like, really? The spread's only nine? Trap game. I, I guess. we You call it a trap game, call it whatever you want. Give me Gonzaga covering the nine points against St. Mary's. Last time they played, it was like 94-56. to 56. Yeah. St. Mary's
1: doesn't have a chance.
2: Yeah, I don't think they've got many teams in their conference. Grant was saying that earlier. No, like
1: not at all. I'm you, ready for old Mark Few to take a hike out of there.
2: You can name a lot of the teams, but you can't name many teams that have a winning record against other conferences. Like <laughs> that's that's never a good thing.
0: Well then I said, Well, what conference do you move to if you're them? Right. Because you can't you're not gonna move to the Pac twelve, because I mean that's just as bad. I mean the Pac twelve is hot garbage. The only reason they're gonna get a get a team in the tournaments because they have to have somebody win their conference tournament yeah there i mean the the pac-12 is awful i mean i guess you can move to the big 12 that's so far away from where you're at
2: i think yeah based on what you're saying think about it you've got more risk of losing in the pac-12 and there's no real upside to it yeah. so you're going to play much better competition than what you're playing now except for you're not going to get credit for it i i still think it's kind of one of those deals like some of these teams who are ranked high you know the Tennessee who played trash teams earlier in their season. Like there is something. Hey, to be said. hey,
0: easy, bud. They didn't play all trash teams. Not okay? all trash teams. Just, so let's yeah. call it with the because tra- they're they're playing trash teams now in their conference. Were
1: they uh, Duke's. Uh, they beat Duke for the first time, did
0: they? Tennessee? No, Gonzaga did.
1: No, that oh, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah Gonzaga did. Tennessee. Tennessee beat. Uh, they lost to Kansas, and I believe I don't remember who else they beat. They beat somebody decent. Oh, they beat us. We were decent at the time. We were okay, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you guys sound so sad talking about it. To well, us. I mean, it is
0: sad. I it's, mean, yeah, it, we, you
1: start out so well, turn for the worst.
0: Your season's kind of gone down the dumper so far here in the past month. Yeah, well, speaking about going down the dumper, that's our
2: lock of the week picks that have gone down the dumper. Four we, uh, four. What do you mean? I won, I won two in a row. No, I was saying this to somebody last night. Think about it. If you're, let's just say you're betting on it, and you're betting the same amount of money every time, and you're four and four, you don't do this to break even, man. Now, granted, I know a lot of people who are in the hole a lot of money as far as, but, yeah, you gotta, you probably got to go above 500 to even say you're, halfway decent and you probably got to have a much better margin to say that you're good at it which is why I'm going to a different topic this week. Oh. We're going to get off NBA. WNBA. We I was thinking about and actually I hear Sparks and Liberty. Well, uh, you know, Kenneth Parker did allegedly beat Shaq in a shooting contest the other night on TNT. He's like Aaron
0: Carter, dude. Uh, Aaron. Love that boy. <laughs> He's like Aaron Carter, man. Aaron That's why Carter. she beat Shaq? Oh
2: my goodness! But I'm I'm gonna go with MMA. Then there's a uh, UFC fight card this weekend, and I got the idea because Grant loves boxing as well too, and so we're gonna talk about some fights coming up here in the boxing world. And I thought, what better way than to go with the headlining matchup this week? You got Anthony Smith. Who's a seasoned veteran. I mean, he got kicked out of the UFC for losing once earlier in his career. Now he's back. He's on a big win streak. And he's gonna be taking on um, John Bones Jones. John Bones Jones is coming off a big win against Alexander Gustafson. I've got John Bones Jones with the W.
0: So we need to set something up here. Or we need we need to go over something. Do you need me to drop my notebook again? No. If but Okay. I didn't know. We're gonna to go to the judge here. If this if he wins yeah. and it comes out that he tested positive again, he has to lose
1: that win, right? Uh, I would think so, yes. He's already tested I'm talking positive about you. before the fight. <laughs>
0: I'm talking about if it comes out that he tested positive before the, after this fight and he wins. Right, but you I'm
2: gotta, you gotta you, lose. Listen, I'm telling you he's already been tested before these fights and they're saying there's a pulsating effect of Terenobal. So he's they already
1: said that for the last fight, right? Yes. Yeah. Every fight terenobol. he's ever
2: gonna fight now, he's gonna have the excuse that he can have steroids.
0: It's like system. something that would kill Iron Man or something. It's I feel
1: like you should be able to... They can probably determine how much is in his system, though, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it,
0: a picogram, so they say it's like a
2: sprinkle of salt. Yeah. I think it's all BS because I think he's their cash cow right now. Sure. So just like corruption in boxing, there's major corruption in MMA. Uh, and yeah, honestly, U- because
0: they, they the keep forefront. letting this clown fight. Yeah. The fact that they keep letting this guy fight and he keeps doing this stuff. But hey, he's good. He's hitting people with cars. He's, oh, yeah, that's so I
2: was going to say, if it was only the steroids, that'd be one thing. Yeah, but,
0: but I mean, the stuff he's doing outside of that—this, I don't know how, how he's out of jail, if I'm being 100% honest with you. All jokes aside, I don't know how he's not in jail for the stuff that happened back in the day. He's got good lawyers. I, I guess, man, because all the stuff that happened, I mean, that was terrible. And not only is he out of jail, but he's fighting again. Yeah. And not only is he fighting again, but... I know you talked that day about how there was a lot of stuff that proved that he probably didn't really take that stuff, or if he did, it was a long time ago. It, no, it really I, think
2: he, I think he ingested it himself or somebody gave it to him like intentionally. I, I don't think the Rogan thing proved that it could have been from some exogenous form, is what they call it. I don't think that's true. I don't even know what that word means. It just means it wasn't naturally ingested. Could have been like a uh, protein powder. They say in China they mix the stuff all in the same mixers.
1: Suppository. Yeah, Suppository. Just,
0: yeah. That's what I was about to ask. So you're saying he anally ingested that? No, <laughs> he anally ingested this microcosm of salt or whatever you called it. I don't even know Like I don't even know tetra bomb? Is that what you called Terenabol. it? Tarentabomb. Terenobomb. Yeah. I don't know, man. The fact that he's still fighting and he's still getting championships or whatever is, is beyond me with with all this stuff around him.
2: Well, it's funny. It's like I said. He, he's the cash cow for the UFC, and if he wins this fight, you know, he, he just fought maybe two months ago. I might be a little off on that. might have been even less. And – if he wins this fight, my guess is he's got another fight lined up. Like he's talked about fighting Lesnar, he's talked about yeah, moving up that. to heavyweight. So there, there's some plan. Again? I would love to see Cormier whoop him. That's what I love to see. And I don't, I don't think at 205, um, Cormier wins that fight. No. Nah. So I'm hoping somehow he goes up. But but Cormier said he's done. I mean, he he said March. March he's is gonna retire. Yeah. yeah. March is today.
0: So. Cormier said he's retiring in March?
2: Yeah, he said, and, and they haven't shown him uh, scheduling a fight yet.
0: I'm trying to say, is Cormier the guy that uh, is really funny, the one that said that he didn't like the other guy because he said he didn't like Popeyes? Or is that the one that didn't like Popeyes? <laughs> no, that's Derek Lewis.
2: I mean, they, they fought was Cormier, each other. Cormier
0: was the one that didn't like Popeyes. No,
2: Cormier was the one who did the commercial for Popeyes previously, and Derek Lewis was referencing it.
0: <laughs> gotcha. So that's what I'm saying. So he was the one... That he was referencing about. Yes. Okay.
2: But Derek Lewis is the one who said that, you know, he had the comical thing after he got done fighting in the ring We he took his shorts off and everything. Derek Lewis is the one who you're thinking of who's
0: comical. Well, I no, think. I was thinking of the other guy because I was just picturing the two guys sitting next to each other. So I was okay. just trying to figure out which one Cormier was. Yeah.
2: Both of them are pretty funny. I like Cormier a lot.
0: Cormier is kind of a, a bigger guy, stockier guy. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Cormier now.
2: Six foot. He'll be fighting probably about 240. My guess is no, he's retired. League. He's Well, I'm telling you,
0: I think he's got UFC.
2: They'll pay him the big bucks.
0: What? That's how it he's yeah. like. So you're saying he's like Jason Witten. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's a little side note. I cannot believe that the Cowboys are going to pay that dude $3.5 million to come make and play for them. Why? I think it's a good deal. Why? Did you hear the dude commentate? Yeah, I don't the think. The guy had no idea what was going on. I don't think his
2: commentating. I mean, clearly I've seen him play, unfortunately, twice each year, if not more. And I'm telling you, I think I think it's a good addition because you got locker room stuff. You've got leadership of younger players. Who's their tight end going to be this year?
0: Uh, I mean, I know they had a guy last year that caught three touchdowns towards the end of the season in one game. You know who has never done that? Jason Witten. Jason Witten.
2: Yeah, but I think Jason Witten's going to be able to block just fine. I'm telling you, I, I think I hated seeing it because I don't think it's a bad move by the Cowboys, surprisingly enough. They're not known for making good moves, and, and I don't think this one was a bad one.
0: So when I when I talked to Grant the other day, I said, you know, hey, I wanted you, I want you to come on, and I know we had talked in the past about some stuff that we wanted to talk about. So I, I said, so what's some stuff you want to talk about? I said obviously about Louisville sucking, and he was like, yeah. And I was like, but you gotta you gotta bring up some fighting stuff. I was like, I'm not, a, I don't know a lot about boxing. BJ knows more than I do, and I wouldn't really say BJ's an avid boxing connoisseur. I like
2: I like uh the heavier weight classes. I mean, I,
0: I watch some of the lightweights, but not a ton. I'm a huge heavyweights fan as well. The movie. Yeah. yeah. Gerald Garner. <laughs> You're on a movie kick tonight. I, I mean, I, lo- I love I love heavyweights. Uh but Grant was like, "You know, I want to I want to talk about some of the big fights coming up." I said, man, I'd be more than happy to have you on here talk about some of the fights coming up." And it, what what I I haven't said is when we were in high school, Grant Grant came to some of our basketball games and stuff, but Grant really was not that much into sports.
1: No, not a whole lot.
0: And then here recently, like, he, we would text and stuff, and he'd be bringing stuff up, and I'm like, yo, are you watching sports now? He's like, "Oh, I love
1: it. I'm like –
0: has this been forever? Like, I've, been, I've tried I just, to
1: get you into this stuff for forever. I know. I was just more into the music scene growing up. Uh, that's all we did every weekend was go to shows and stuff with, like, Joe and Jeff and everybody.
0: Yeah, and now hearing Grant talking to me about, like, we went to we went to watch the Elite Eight game against NC State a couple years ago, or the Sweet 16 game, I think it yeah. was. And, I mean, the fact that he's into sports now, and not only into sports, but he's got his niche in one thing that I know zero about, really. Outside of like maybe four or five things that the Joe Schmo on the street would know, sweet science. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause like I'll hear him talk about boxing and I'm just like, is this Teddy Atlas? Like, who is this? Yeah,
1: <laughs> hey, he knows his stuff. Uh, not not so much, but uh, no, I got big into it. Uh, I remember it was such a, a hot thing when uh mayweather and pacquiao were finally gonna fight right um, after
2: five years yeah
1: of yeah of just uh going back and forth and nothing happening right um so i finally i was like all right well i'll watch it somebody was i think my mom paid for it so i went over to their house just to you know just to see what was going on power move uh, that's <laughs> right and then i, I, I saw uh, i believe lomanchenko uh, before he was getting big um was on the undercard and uh I was like, well, i watched watch some of the undercard stuff. Uh, and he was amazing. I had never seen anybody move like that. He was on it, the
2: undercard of that fight? I'm pretty sure. Man. I'm pretty sure.
1: Um, and uh, he made that guy look so stupid. Yeah. Just dancing around him, beating the crap out of him. Uh, and I was like, this is amazing. Uh, and then you get to the headliner where Mayweather and Pacquiao is the boring, just <laughs> not like, you know, it's everyone's there, but it's such a boring fight. And I was like, I can't believe that. Like he calls himself the greatest, um, so I got on YouTube. YouTube is a great place if you want to watch any old fights. I mean, they have a ton of stuff. Yep. Um, I have seen every one of Mayweather's fights. Um,
0: well, you've watched every one of them.
1: Yeah. I, I guess was he fifty or fifty one?
0: He's fifty one and oh now I guess if you count that
1: karate fight, right?
0: <laughs> I mean, it was an exhibition. An, it was
1: an exhibition fight. Um, yeah, yeah so technically, he's still 15-0 because it wasn't. Uh, it was not a uh, an actual fight. Right. Uh, neither was the Conor McGregor one, but uh, they oh, still yeah. counted that one.
2: Why was the McGregor one? That was an exhibition. No, it I'm just, just
1: saying shouldn't it was, have been. Yes, yeah. he was. I'll, it, I'll he tell never you had this: a professional boxing. Sport. I felt. I, I, I do feel
0: like he gave him a better fight than what most people thought he would.
1: I hate to say this, but uh, it looked... I usually don't say this because it it seems amazing that anyone could carry someone in a fight. I honestly felt like he let him tire himself out. Yeah. And and believe this, Mayweather hadn't knocked anybody out for like I don't know, five or six years. Right. Um, so was it stopped
2: noticed? too early though?
1: No. Okay. Think, no. I thought so. it
0: was at first, and then they show the replay, and it was like, no, nope, they stopped it at the no, right yeah, time because yeah, he, he hit him. He hit him hard yeah, right there wasn't before doing the end. Anything Because it was I'm just the cam- It was the camera angle at first. Because I was like, whoa, 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 why are you stopping it? Yeah. Then they show the other camera, and it was like, no, good call. Yeah. yeah but yeah. this is my thing.
2: He's gassed. You can clearly tell he's out of breath. But I come from watching MMA where you go to sleep more than they stop something. Yep. So in boxing, I mean, you see people go to sleep. And this I'm like, let McGregor go out on a shield because he's yeah. used to that.
1: He, he's used to it. But um, I think it's just with his MMA background, you, you dispense your endurance and stamina different ways than you do in boxing. Having to go 36 yeah. minutes is completely different. Yeah, doing uh, three five-minute rounds or, you know, five three-minute rounds or whatever.
2: Well, and McGregor finishes early in all those mm-hmm. fights. Any yep. of them that go, think about it, that's 15 minutes compared to 36. Any of them that go into that third <laughs> round. And, I mean, he, a lot of times McGregor's in five-round fights because they're championship fights. Yep. But he, he's still not making them to the third, fourth round with a lot of gas in his tank. So I agree. And it's like you said, really people don't understand. Boxing is completely different than standard forms of fight and and, uh, especially in MMA if you're a technical guy in boxing there's a lot of things you can do shoulder rolls the foot movement is completely different Um, obviously McGregor was a southpaw and and Floyd is an orthodox fighter but Floyd
1: made him look silly for most of those rounds yes yeah and I think he was trying to put it on thick at the beginning too yeah. Uh, well, I and, mean, I
0: think everyone knew that was going to watch the fight. That knew anything about fighting. That if McGregor had a chance, it was to knock him out early. Yep. And and it was going to be left hand. <laughs> and and Mayweather knew. I think they both knew what each other had to do. Yeah. And Mayweather did exactly what you said. He literally just said, "Go ahead." And he rope adopting. Yeah.
1: him. And he you let him out. beat on
0: him for, what, it went, what, seven rounds, six rounds, yeah, something like that? But, I mean,
1: you could see it petering out after maybe the third or fourth. I mean, yeah. his, oh, his, yeah. his stamina was way, way low after those over those few rounds.
2: Well, and really, he caught him with that one shot. I mean, that one shot was the only real shot of the fight. I told you I was watching that Pacquiao-Mayweather yeah. fight, and I think Mayweather, or, or excuse me, Pacquiao had three of them where he stunned Mayweather. Yeah, he so, would
1: have little flurries with him on the ropes and that sort of stuff. Yep. Yeah um yeah but with that mcgregor one um i don't know he he just looked uh you you could tell he he had never boxed before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the way he was spinning around him and uh, doing rabbit punches on the back of his head constantly. Right. Um. You were just like, okay, yeah, he definitely doesn't belong in here. But you know, maybe you could rough him up or do something to you know eke out a win.
2: But I love that too because think about it. May you've seen all of Mayweather's fights. Mayweather is not the. I went. I'm not going to say Mayweather's a dirty fighter at all, but Mayweather is not the cleanest of fighters. Mayweather does stuff that that the standard person does not fully understand that that's taking gas out of their tank. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I thought, all right, McGregor coming in here, visibly he looked like the bigger guy, Use that to his advantage, Try to gas him out a little bit. But it's also, like I said, I'm I'm a realist. So I knew going into that, you know, I, I'd take McGregor as far as the money line behind it because there was a lot of payout for it. Yeah. <laughs> but realistically, the smart bet was Mayweather. Oh,
1: always. He... he... He was absolutely fantastic for maybe his first 30 fights, I guess. Uh, and then when he starts to get old, he's been to prison at least once. Yeah, um, And that, for some reason, you know, it just kind of takes it out. He'd be like Muhammad Ali when he skipped the draft. He's out of commission for a few years. Come back, and he's not near the same boxer. I mean, he's still but, winning and beating everybody, but uh, doesn't have the same speed as he did, which is crazy because he was – Watching some of his early fights before he he goes to prison, I mean Muhammad Ali was fantastic before that. Yeah.
2: Um, well, it's so the other thing too. Think about it, if you're sleeping sat in satin sheets, it's a little tough to come back from something like that. Like I wonder, once you make it to that point, is there something that you lose going forward?
1: I would think that with Mayweather, um, I don't know if he lost anything. I mean, and he, right. and especially when he got older, I mean, he knew how to pick pick his fighters when he got older right um, absolutely people, some, and that's
0: why i've never respected him because i always felt like he dodged people for so long
1: he dodged particular people but when he was young growing up and he was really making his way uh, people people ducked him he didn't have to duck anybody people were like okay i'm not gonna mess with mayweather yeah and that's uh, kind of how it works i know mean, oh, always like with this uh the the past two biggest fights of um were they i um, no, it was uh, 2017 in September and 2018 in uh, May um, were the Canelo-Golovkin fights. Yeah. Um, and those were huge, huge undertakings. Uh, everybody said everyone was ducking Triple G. He was knocking everybody out. Um, and finally, when Canelo was just like, okay, I'll fight him, um, Triple G's 36, 37 years old now right. and fights him. And uh, I was like, I don't care. He's still going to knock him out. I mean, Triple G's been getting everybody. And hats off to Canelo. Uh, he did not get knocked out. He got buzzed quite a few times <laughs> and staggered, but he didn't get knocked out. And the second fight, he even brought it to Golovkin. I mean, he stood and fought, which is what Triple G wanted, uh, and Triple G did not capitalize on anything. No. So it's, um, it, they were frustrating fights. I actually had Golovkin winning both, uh, and it, Canelo got a draw the first fight, and won a narrow decision the second fight, which I thought was crazy.
2: Which one was closer, uh, you think, though? I, I thought the first one was more of a Golovkin, like yeah, There was much more of an argument. The second one, I thought, all right, at least Canelo had a couple of moments in it.
1: I thought that at first. I, I watched the second fight maybe three times, I guess. Okay. Um, and he uh, – this is actually uh, uh, what Teddy Atlas <laughs> brought up a lot, but um, – he jabbed his way to a victory. I mean, you okay. uh, judging that sort of stuff. Um, oh man, it's so I, I can't imagine having to do it at ringside. It's so easy doing it at home because you're like, all right, they, you know, you have a great view of everything right. with their cameras. Uh, they have you know refs or uh, not refs, uh, judges on each side of the ring. Um, trying to see it from different perspectives and judging him different ways. So he's
0: saying he just pointed out pretty much. He's just like, "Hey, I'm getting all these points by jabbing, not really owning the fight. I'm just touching him and and keeping my percentage up. And essentially, that's pretty much I want.
1: Kind of yes. Jab and,
0: um, typically isn't going to knock somebody out. That's no, not a power punch. No. That's going to
1: be a defensive with, punch. So
0: you're going to keep space. A
1: lot of people say Golovkin's jab is a power punch with how strong he is. Though. Yeah. Um, so and you can see it's having some effect on him. But he has a chin on him. Canelo definitely has a chin. People tell him, tell say, go to the body with him. Uh, it might
2: have to do with those Mexican tacos that Canelo's been eating.
1: Uh, it could be, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> with clenbuterol, is that what he? Yep, what clenbuterol. He yeah.
2: but it was clearly in the meat. You know, it, was, it wasn't anything I that he I
1: mean, you're a multi-millionaire and you can't ship meat from somewhere to eat. And yeah. his, he has a relative that owns uh, some sort of like slaughterhouse.
2: That's how I feel about all stuff. that stuff, though. Like, I, I don't. No offense to anybody, and I'm never going to call anybody a liar. You know these guys are fighting for a living. Like I, I'm not ever surprised when they say somebody popped for something. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's crazy. I don't, I did not understand that at all. Um, there's so many ways to get around that sort of stuff. Uh, ingesting clomipramol and other Mexican fighters had already been busted for it. Yeah, and so it's like what. You knew what you were doing. Why didn't you avoid it?
2: But that's also the other reason why I think that was a decent – it was like the torrent we were talking about earlier. Now literally he can test positive for that for the rest of his life. So as long as John Jones takes the same thing. So with Canelo on this, he's got a built-in excuse like, hey, man, it was just – Yeah, it's just the meat. I hate to say that because I don't want to feel like the guy who's – but it's just it's never shocking to me.
1: No, I I just don't get it. If if there's a way to avoid it. A lot of people (laughs) accuse Pacquiao of – Using state, he he was the, the golden child from, like, early 2000s up until, like, 2009, I think, is when he got knocked out by Juan Manuel Marquez. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people were just like, why was he knocking everybody out during all that time? Right. And he was like, well, if I was ingesting something, I didn't know I was ingesting it because, <laughs> you know, my team has given it to me if I were to ingest it. You know, they make my shakes. They make my my protein powders I I remember
0: back in the day when they were always like well Pacquiao and Mayweather need to fight there was always that thing where he was like where Mayweather was like well I want you to take this this drug test that wasn't mandatory to take yeah he's like no I'm not doing it just because you want me to do it yeah there's some
2: give and take in those arguments, too. Yeah. You, you see that a lot in different stuff. And there's a couple of different agencies. There's USADA and WADA and all these different, and then obviously different levels of testing. But um, Pacquiao, the thing about if you watch him fight, he fights somewhat wild. So whenever you see a knockout, you're kind of like, I, I'm not shocked by a, no, a Pacquiao no. knockout.
1: I mean, he was fantastic, and he is the only uh, eight-belt uh, title holder Impressive, and it's extremely impressive. I mean, and governor,
2: who's a boxer and yeah. singer, and we listen Sager. to his beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah. yeah, you have to post that on the Facebook Oh, page. I definitely
0: will. You know. But one of the talk speaking about Pacquiao, you were you were talking about how you feel like they're moving a lot of the pay per views, uh, moving them, pushing them from like early or pushing them farther back during the year. But you mentioned the the Pacquiao and Broner fight. You said you weren't really that impressed.
1: No, not at all. Um, with Pacquiao. I mean, he's forty years old now, oh. uh, and it, it, what's funny is he's forty years old, but he's still top five in the welterweights. Um, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, do, do, you that that that's,
0: do you think that Do you think that's? It, that he actually is, or do you think that's just because of his name?
1: No, no, I think he is. I mean, he's beaten some decent. I mean, well, Broners broner's kind of trash he's he's yeah either had a draw or lost his past like five fights
2: broner's um, on the slide for it, sure it,
1: absolutely broner
2: recently just came out and said he was quitting boxing to go back to his hood life too which is hilarious
1: well, to me yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah i, I mean no broner, way broner didn't lose though i mean yeah. broner, broner didn't lose oh yeah he, he's the most graceful loser i've ever seen that's, yeah that's for sure um yeah. but yeah I, I don't understand it i mean the. Pacquiao is the name that you want to put pay-per-view behind because uh, apart from Mayweather, Pacquiao is the draw. Canelo is also a draw now uh, for sure, Uh, especially after his two supposed wins after Golovkin. Right. Uh, You can probably stick him. Well, that's the thing. You could stick him on pay-per-views, but... uh... He has that deal with DAZN now, where we
2: just talked points. about it's the yeah. biggest contract out of any professional. Eleven fights. Yeah. I mean, think about it. He's probably not going to fight eleven fights on the contract. I mean, he will, but yeah, but that'll I, be until he sure retires. There,
1: there has to be something in his contract uh, where he can't fight duds, though. You can't make thirty-three million. He just fought Rocky Fielding, who was a. They, they had. I think they just ranked him number ten. Uh, at super middleweight, just to say that he was a name. That's another belt that Canelo. It wasn't an actual belt. It's a WBA regular title, which is not an actual title. Right. Uh, but now he can say he's won titles in three different weight classes. Um, but it's it's just goofy. I don't know.
2: Well, it'll be interesting to see what DAZN does to counteract that because if you don't have the quality of fighters that he can fight against, how can you really put that in there? Yeah. I mean, well, so I mean, I
1: mean they have. Uh, I forgot how much money they're putting into this DAZN, but it's oh, billions. Uh, who's they DAZN just got, owned by? Uh, it is owned by Eddie Hearn and his father from the UK.
0: Is it really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, overseas kind of stuff. Uh, and he so has, it's not owned
0: by some like ESPN or Fox Sports no, or anything like no. that or HBO. Th-
1: that's why HBO went out of business is because you have all of these people who are now actually trying to get into the boxing business. Now you have ESPN Plus. Uh, ESPN regular TV is actually putting on fights now, which well, is pretty cool. ESPN two yeah. used to
0: always have Friday night fights. I mm-hmm. had that for forever. Yeah, Kellerman was on there, wasn't he? Yeah, that's where Kellerman started.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's where he again. started, but he was I mean, there. That's about. where I remember him from was Friday night fights. I thought he start. Well, you know, you I mean, you start small, but uh, yeah, the first thing I saw Max Kellerman on was. Uh, was he was he was on there for
0: forever. Yeah.
2: Kellerman had an illustrious rap career as well too. If you I did seen not that. know that. Until <laughs>
0: yeah. I saw that not that long ago. Good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Classic.
1: Um,
2: I didn't know Hearn was involved though.
1: Yeah, Eddie Hearn. Yeah, he's uh, heard a lot a lot of uh, things from him in different podcasts I listen to. Uh, but he's paying Canelo Well, uh, yeah. Jacobs, who he fights on May fourth, is also by Dizone. Uh, I saw an article from this morning where Triple G is actually signing with DAZN. Um, so there's most likely going to be a third fight, um, which was going to draw, you know, however much they made off of that, those first two fights. I mean, it'll draw just as well and hopefully it'll get more subscribers with DAZN, uh, and they can kind of keep this stuff up because, uh, they put out some they put out some really quality content, um, had a lot of really good fights on his own. But they, I think he, he was talking about also getting MLB if you like baseball. Uh, I know he already has uh, soccer or football. For our friends across the pond. Which is, uh, that's a big market. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I told you
2: I was intrigued by it because they've got Bellator fights on there. And I'm yep. telling you, Bellator gets no credit. But I mean, I'll be honest, the reason why I watched a lot of Bellator was because it was free on, you know, Spike TV or then yep. Paramount, then, you know, whatever. All well, this TNN stations.
0: way back in the day when they had Slam Ball. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going way back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but but that's what intrigued me with the whole DAZN thing. That was the first I had heard about it. And then we talked at Brandon's birthday party, and you were telling me about all the boxing on there. And I was like, man, this, this DAZN platform, this is probably the way of the future. Is the monthly subscription.
1: It's how everything's going now. Yeah. Yeah. And, so is uh, this I'm strictly online? Or is it like a is it like the
0: ESPN Plus where it's like a streaming service to your TV or yeah, like a st- watch ESPN? It's a streaming service.
1: Right. Um, it's you know it's like Netflix. But there's
2: no TV channel like, like you're not going to go on and
1: Direct no. TV or anything like that. No, uh, and I Chromecast it. You just Chromecast it to your TV.
0: That's not bad. I mean, I think eventually, I mean, well, I guess TV's kind of going by the wayside anyway, but I feel like that they they would probably add a channel, but not with the way TV's going now. I mean, I feel like everyone's going either no, yeah. cutting the cord or, you yeah. know, going to some type of streaming service or something. Yeah,
1: and ESPN Plus has their thing now too, and they got a lot of good content on there. ESPN well.
0: Plus is very good. I know we're talking about boxing right now, but I don't mean to pump up ESPN, but some of the documentaries and docu series they have on there are very,
1: and you have access to all of them. I think, yeah, all the thirty for thirties.
0: Yeah, there's some there's some great thirty for thirties out there. I know you mentioned you hadn't watched a lot of them, BJ, but I'll. There's a lot of good stuff on, on there, the, the Duke series, even though I'm not a Duke fan, just the behind-the-scenes stuff with Duke, the LeBron stuff, mm-hmm. the KD now has a show on there. They have the show with uh, Kobe and with Peyton Manning where they commentate on yep. different Kellerman football games. just got games.
1: his show back again, too, uh, Max Unboxing, I think is what it's called. Yeah, nice. so there's a lot yeah. of good stuff on there, and uh, it's $5 a month. Yeah. I know. That's why I, w- I was just like, "Oh, I got, I have Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. I guess I'll get DAZN and ESPN <laughs> Plus too." Um,
2: Hulu's making some moves. I just saw they've got what they just had: um, sporting live sporting events. Because yeah, they've but got Damian. You have to do
1: live Hulu, though, I think, which is Damian. like uh, an extra thirty a month. I think. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, you can double check on that, but uh, i I tried it before with a few basketball games I couldn't get hold of. Yeah, um,
2: I just saw know. it because the commercials with Embiid and Dame Lillard. I'm cracking up at him because it's like, why did you sign? Why did you change your nickname from the process to um, Hulu has live sports? He's like, <laughs> it's all about the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So some you mentioned some different fights to me coming up. Which one, Which ones? I guess going in order, would you would you be the most excited about?
1: Um, so my my two favorite fighters uh, are fighting in April. Uh, you Ooh. have uh, Lomachenko. Uh, who's my favorite fighter? He's fighting Corolla, who's a pretty respectable Adam Corolla from the Man Show That's right, yeah. He he started. He's going to weigh 135 pounds for his next fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they're they're fighting on uh, April 12th, and that's on ESPN Plus. Uh, And that should be, uh, I think, Lomachenko's Lomanche- a pretty heavy favorite for that one, but I think it should be a, a relatively fun fight to watch. Uh, and Crawford, Terrence Crawford. Uh, he's from America. Um, America. I wouldn't have guessed by America. the by the name. Terrence, Tur- his nickname's Bud Bud Crawford. Bud Crawford. Yeah, he's from <laughs> Nebraska. Uh, I
0: can understand why his nickname is Bud now, being from Nebraska. Uh, he's fighting King Khan
1: from uh, the Is UK. that his real name? No, it's his nickname. It's cool, though. Yeah, that's, um, whoa. <laughs> that's, that's pretty legit. Uh, and for some reason, this fight, uh, Crawford does not draw well on pay-per-view. Uh, and I think it might be because he's from Nebraska could be um, I don't think Khan does very well either except in the UK which is where he's from All right. uh, but they are having an ESPN pay-per-view uh, for his fight on April 20th and I don't think I'm going to pay for that I'll probably wait like a week and watch it <laughs> um, so yeah I don't I don't understand some of those pay-per-views but whatever um, I'm excited for the Errol Spence uh, Garcia fight Errol Smith baby <laughs> yep Errol Smith <laughs> <laughs> Well, Steven Tyler, <laughs> but Michael Garcia
2: is a fun fighter to watch too. No, I was saying that earlier. He's
1: fantastic. He's strong. Uh, he's a fantastic boxer. Um, I just think he he started at the 126 pound division uh, and is moving up to 147. Uh, could be a problem. It's could be a big problem. Um, he's fighting Errol Spence, who's the considered the best. Uh, it's him or Crawford at 147. Um, That's such an odd weight. Why why is it one forty seven, not like
0: one forty five or one fifty? Uh, I don't have a clue. You just taking the mean between those? I guess so. I mean, I, 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 uh, that's weird to me.
2: I wonder, does it have to do with the uh, translation between kilograms or whatever? That's what a good think? point.
0: I did not think about that. It could. I've never looked it up.
2: Where did, did, is boxing an American sport though? I forget.
0: I mean, I think fighting's been around since the beginning of time. Yeah, people punching each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah going, that's it's legit. It's going all the way back to, like, the cavemen <laughs> yeah, and all we'll that. let's talk about the sweet science. I mean, it, yeah. Cain and Abel, you know, it, boxing's been around for a long time. I'm, I'm going to go with... I don't think with,
2: they were using their hands from yeah. what I hear, you know, spell allegedly, but... Oh, yeah.
0: But, hey, you know, there's been fighting for a long time. I'm going to go ahead and say that boxing's not an American sport. Yeah,
1: it's a people sport. Yeah. it's <laughs> a per- If you're a person, you fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there, there's some really good fights coming up. I'm really excited for that one. I think Errol Spence is going to outweigh him by quite a bit and probably knock him out early. Ar- um, I
0: mean, Errol Smith does knock people out they with do. their music.
1: <laughs> Dude looks like a lady. Yeah, it's. I
0: mean, you think he's chanting that when he's like, yeah. when he's beating people up. Huh? I'm gonna say
2: no. That's my lock of the week. No, he does not
0: say that. <laughs> so, I mean, so that's the th- that's the three or the yeah the three big fights that you that you like coming
1: up. Uh, I'm very excited for those. Uh, there's a couple. Uh, the Porter, who's another welterweight, uh, he owns the WBC welterweight belt. Uh, he fights on Fox on March 9th. Uh, that one looks kind of interesting. He's facing Ugas, which uh, I really don't know much about, but uh, I don't know if they're giving him a whole lot of chance to win that one. So may not be exciting. I think they're setting him up for bigger fights with Crawford, Errol Spence, maybe another Danny Garcia fight.
0: So if you had to pick, like, what I guess with Lomachenko being your favorite fighter, you're probably just going to say his weight class, but what would you say is your favorite weight
1: class to watch? Oh, uh, Definitely not heavyweight. They are terrible right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So that would be your least favorite to watch? Not least favorite. I mean, they they have Anthony Joshua, who's a huge draw in the UK. He's actually going to have his first fight here in America, I think in June. Yeah. Uh, with Jarrell Miller, which actually looks uh, kind of interesting. Jarrell Miller doesn't have a great um, a great record.
2: Um, As I was going to say, the more interesting thing to me is will he beat himself because he's never fought outside of Britain. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but uh, I heard they're going to have a lot. Uh, I mean, people from Britain are great at traveling to support their boxers. I mean, if you yeah. see any, uh, especially Anthony Joshua, people love him over there.
0: Oh, he's um, huge.
1: Yeah, he's enormous. And uh, coming here, I'm sure they'll have a ton of fans supporting him and backing him. Right. So even though Jarrell Miller is actually from Brooklyn, um with the amount of fans that are coming he might not even be the favorite <laughs> Wow so yeah.
0: so who which which uh, which uh, weight would be your favorite
1: I guess 160 there's a lot of good stuff happening at 160 um, I do like 147 as well if Crawford and Spence would finally fight each other uh, but I actually saw an article uh, from Spence who was just like why would I fight Crawford uh, he's more dangerous, and I'll make less money. I can just fight these other fools.
0: And see, that's that's what we were actually talking about before we started is uh, even though you're not really a big fan of UFC, you admit that Dana White does it the right way as far as the fans watching.
1: He's great. And, you know, I don't even mind a, a fight off every once in a while or maybe even right. in, in between like a big fight. I mean, that stuff's tough. Um
2: Well and who are we to say it's a fight off? Like these dudes are professionals. Oh, that's so. true. <laughs> I, mean, I, I agree on paper there's some where you're like this guy shouldn't be in there. Yeah. But when you're you throwing punches, yeah. yeah, when you're throwing punches, you let one
1: punch through your guard It could hit you wrong and you could be out. Yeah. yeah. It's true.
2: Or you have a bad weight cut. I know. I See, that's the thing in boxing, too. They don't cut as much as in MMA. If you go down a weight class and you cut wrong or something like that, you can lose the fight before the fight even starts.
1: Oh, for sure. And I don't understand why they are not doing same-day weigh-ins again. I was Ooh. trying to do some research on that and figure out, uh, you know, what? I think they moved away from it in the late 80s or something like that. Boxing? Yeah. And I don't understand why they went into uh, – um, the day before weigh ins. I don't know this for to.
2: sure on boxing, but I know in MMA they talked about so basically when you're dehy you're dehydrating yourself and that's how you're cutting weight basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. So whenever you're doing that, you've got a loss of fluid around the brain. And then whenever you're getting hit in the head, then it's that's doing around and yeah. all that sort of
1: stuff. Then that's just even more reason to fight in your weight class. I mean, if you're I gonna think do so. the same day weigh in, than have people that are fighting close to the same weights. There was one recently with uh, David Lemieux. He actually yeah. missed his uh, weigh-in uh, and was hospitalized due to kidney damage and that sort of thing.
0: Because um, he was cutting so much weight at one time. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so the the fight he had before – so he was supposed to have uh, uh, one more fight and then fight Canelo, uh, which would have been a huge payday for him. He screws up, doesn't make weight. Um and now he is probably going to move up to 168, which is the smartest. The fight before that, he didn't make weight. He fought um, uh, o- O'Sullivan, I think, uh, who actually weighs 160. He was fighting in his division. Uh, Lemieux came in, I want to say, close 22 pounds heavier than him, 22 25. Uh, and I mean, that knockout was it was bad. Yeah. It was a really bad knockout, and you wonder. You know that this isn't safe. I mean, people getting jarred around, dehydrating, but come have a, a monster coming in there and you know beating you up. I mean,
2: they showed some statistic in the UFC, and, and it's changed now. But they were like nine and zero. Oh, anybody who's missed weight this year, mm-hmm. and it's it's a huge advantage because th- these people are getting down to where they've got like two or three more pounds to go, and their body's shutting off. You yep. know, it's like you said, their internal organs just can't handle it, and they're going all right. I'm not going to push it, but I'm still going to fight. In the UFC, they give them, and this is only for UFC, they give them a percentage. It's like typically 30% or something like that. So you're automatically losing. And then if you're in a championship fight, you can't win the belt. But still, man, if your record, if you're fighting a guy who it's going to be a good record builder, I almost feel like that 30% of your paycheck is nothing compared to the pay increase you're going to get by beating that
0: person. that's true.
2: Well, and, and uh, overseas, one championship, which is an MMA and boxing, and they've got some different stuff, but they do a hydration test whenever you do it, too, and they basically bumped everybody up a weight class. That's where Ben Askren is coming from. Yeah. There's some big names over there now who just left UFC, but I, I think that's the way of the future. I just don't know if people will sign on to do it.
1: Probably not. I, right. d- I don't know. I don't know what the best thing is, but I like right. they have to do something. It just—it seems crazy. And even even uh, Errol Spence, I think he debuted at 160 or 154, and now he's fighting at 147. Uh, and everybody's like, oh, man, he's the best at 147, but that's not your normal weight.
2: I'd be good with seeing more catchweight stuff too. The only problem is then what division, what weight division do you really put yeah, those guys in?
1: at a, a division that doesn't. Yeah. It's not there.
2: But see, I like seeing, you know, cross promotions and I like seeing all that stuff. So I I even that's the whole Mayweather versus McGregor thing. I love stuff like that because even though, you know, you think you know who's gonna win or what might happen, you know, it's fighting. Like anything
0: could happen. So I I get catch weights don't work. So outside of I mean, I guess Spence and Crawford, because that's the two you've mentioned, is there a fight that you kind of want to see happen this year or that you think maybe could that you'd like to see?
1: Oh, man, I would love to see – so Spence and Garcia are fighting. I would love to see Garcia fight Lomachenko. He actually holds a belt at 135, um, but they're thinking now that he moved up to 147, he may not come back down. Um, And on top of that, he had bad promotional issues with top rank, uh, which is who Lomachenko was through. Uh, I think they took away two and a half years of his prime. Oh, man. Uh, going through, like, promotional issues. Um, so he is not a big fan of top rank. So I don't see that happening. Uh, it stinks because a lot of them, you're like, oh, I'd love to see this, but it's all
0: political stuff. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: all political stuff, and it stinks. It's uh, And the same with, so I'd love to see Garcia fight Lomachenko, and then uh, Spence fight Crawford because they're the two very best 147 pounders. Yeah. Crawford looks amazing. I mean, he is the most balanced fighter Uh, He switches uh, orthodox to southpaw easy. Um, Which which
0: for layman's, that's right to left hand, right? Yeah. Left hand being southpaw, yeah. Yeah, so
1: if things aren't working for him one way, he switches it up. Uh, I actually watched a couple YouTube videos on uh, somebody breaking down his fights about how he... They showed how the first three rounds went with him. Um, And then they were like, okay, these are the... These are the things that he changed by the third round, and now he completely dominates the fighter for the rest of the fight. And that's what people
0: don't really realize, how much of a difference just being one hand can be and can throw off someone's game plan. Yeah. Because you think, I'm just going to go in and knock this dude out with punches. These guys, it's literally chess. Right?
1: Oh, it's, it's so cerebral. And I think that's what pulled me into it so much is that I loved – Watching people really think stuff through. I mean, you. Right. It, everyone's always going to love a fight where people walk in and just beat the crap out of each other. I mean, yeah. those fights are great. Uh, but ones where you can see and you can tell that they're like really thinking this through. You can hear people in the corner. Uh, give their information or their cut you know their um, their trainers and that sort of stuff and they go out and if they implement it well and it, it makes a difference in the fight you're like oh that's awesome yeah it's great to
2: see and well, think about it is exactly like you were saying there's stuff that people are gonna be noted for hey this is what they're bringing when they're in that stance so switching stances sometimes isn't a good thing like if you've got to read, and they know that read, that's a good way to get yourself hurt or get put out of a fight real yeah. quickly. So to be able to do that, that's a good weapon for him.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Crawford is, is one of those few people that can easily switch between both. I mean, there's a lot of people, if, if you are orthodox, you stay orthodox. If you're southpaw, you stay southpaw. You don't switch it up like that. Right. Uh, and they said, um, I think his trainer um, was like, we tried to fix it with him growing up, and he... He would never stop doing it, and now he's just great at it. I mean, he can switch back and forth easily.
0: It means
2: it's natural, too, which is even
0: better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's something that even myself, like I got. I don't see a lot of those things. Right. And I think it would be kind of cool. I don't know if they already do this, so if they do, then I'm sorry. But with you talking about how it's cool to hear some of these guys, their trainers and their corner talking – maybe do a – where you can watch one of the pay-per-views where you don't have commentators, and you literally can pick a corner to hear. Yeah. I think that would be kind of cool, like uh, the Super Bowl. You have the Super Bowl – or the the, – I'm sorry, the national championship. You have one that's like – all, all the ESPN guys watching the game. Mm-hmm. You have one that has the commentators and then one that's in like that team and the other one's in that. I think that would be kind of cool for them to offer. Like, I think
1: that would be really cool.
0: Where yeah. you have three pay-per-view channels. One is the commentators. One is one corner. one's the other corner.
2: I wouldn't be shocked if something... So ESPN on the UFC fights, they have a guy who is a corner man for a lot of popular fighters, Trevor yeah. Whitman. And after a couple of rounds, they will go to him and say, hey, what did they say in the corner? So they're not...
1: They do it a little bit, yeah. and maybe yeah, yeah D- but ESPN bad, has though. done
2: it a lot more than what Fox had done it before.
1: I think they're getting better at it, but they still put so many. They'll they'll even tell you like the sixth round, they'll be like, "All right, now we're commercial free for the rest of it," so you can actually hear what they're saying in the corner. Right. A lot of times with like ESPN or ESPN Plus, they'll pop. Uh, DAZN doesn't do it because they don't have that sort of tie to have to put commercials on and sort of stuff. Right. Uh, but ESPN will. Um, Pop up a commercial in between each round, which is kind of frustrating. I mean, it's probably only frustrating to me because I want to hear what they say. Yeah, I think you got to like be
2: whatever. careful of who you're putting on, though. Because think about it you
0: get some you get some gritty stuff in the corner. Oh,
1: absolutely, and they apologize for it
0: afterwards, right? I mean, a lot of times, and that's why you got to go with it only being pay per view stuff. Like you couldn't do it on one of these ESPN Plus fights, or it has to be like one of those pay per view fights to where, like, if somebody is really saying it's like.
2: Yeah, I mean, but it's, you it's, put 18-plus on it, that's up to them if they let their kids true. watch it or whatever. Yeah, and it's, once again, you said, what what I would love to see, so what Rogan and them do is, Rogan does like 10 UFC fights a year now, and they're the biggest UFC cards of the year. Then he takes his buddies, Brendan Schaub, Eddie Bravo, Brian Callen, somebody else, depending who it is there, and they do a podcast. And they are watching the fights and giving their analytical breakdown, their silly breakdowns. They have fun like what we're doing now. I think even for us in the future, we can watch UofL games together and do stuff like that. But I think that's that's where podcasting, and obviously there's a visual aspect
0: to that as well, too. That's where
2: podcasting is going.
0: Absolutely. But you were speaking of Southpaw. We spoke about a huge contract the other day. We're moving away from boxing, but we have to talk about the Bryce Harper contract. And I'm I'm anxious to see what BJ has to say about this because what a lot of people don't know is BJ is a Phillies fan.
2: Yeah, a lot of people don't know that because <laughs> baseball is not a priority in my life. But that that is where I was born, so therefore naturally that becomes my team. I did get to watch a championship one in what 08 roughly, something like that. Yeah, with Ryan Howard, Utley great pitching crew but yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not sold on the whole harper idea i don't understand why why did he just sign now and what was stopping him from signing
0: well there was a lot of things going into this that they said that apparently harper and machado's agents didn't like each other so okay it was kind of a stalemate between each other where it's like i'm gonna let you sign so that i can sign for more one up them and to be honest yeah, with you... Yeah, but you don't even
2: have to dislike people to do that.
0: I get that. I this is a total backfire by Bryce Harper. And it has nothing to do with where he went. Because I don't think it was... To me, if, if this was me, especially after what I read earlier about the, the offer from the Dodgers, to me that was idiotic to pass that up one because you're going to win championships two because you're going to be in la which is better weather going to be better uh, i mean you're going to get more exposure you're closer to home which is what something he said was very important with him being from vegas now you're all the way across the country playing for a team that's not really going to contend i think they will not like the dodgers will i mean the dodgers offered him a four a four-year 180 million dollar contract you sign a 13-year 330 million dollar contract with no opt outs.
2: They just said the Phillies are gonna to try to get trout in two years too. So I think this'll push the Phillies to try to make some more big signings, whether it's trout or somebody else. And
0: here's a here's a question, and both of you all can talk about this, because I know you don't Grant doesn't you don't really watch baseball. None of us really watch baseball that much. How does baseball still how does baseball pay its players like this when you think about it, even the you just take our friends into the into the equation. How many of them do you know that watch
1: baseball? Zero.
0: Hey, Great. How. how how can they pay players like this? Yeah, where's the money it. coming from? How, how, I mean, I know the hot dogs are expensive. <laughs> right. But uh, you're not paying $330 million to a guy because you're
1: selling hot dogs. Uh, if expensive. you're going to the Bats games. So no. Yeah. 75, what are they, 50 cents uh, hot dogs? Dollar hot dogs. Yeah. Dollar hot jersey dogs. Jersey
2: sales are not, I mean, how many people do you see walking down the street the in a baseball jersey? The you see is hats. Yeah,
0: but that's a good there point. Are there really that many baseball hats out
1: there?
2: Yeah, I mean, I bet you they sell a ton of them. And, and obviously T-shirts this, and stuff. Yeah, not
1: this. Certainly much. not America's pastime anymore. But I don't no, know I mean
2: what it's It's uh, human pinball. That's why I call it. I don't,
0: I don't. I don't know how they do it. And I mean that's that's something that I'll always wonder: is how can baseball pay that? Because one, no one's watching it really. <laughs> right. Which
1: is why I thought it was so funny that DeZone listening to that uh, interview with Eddie Hearn, he was like, "We're picking up some MLB," and I was like. Well, why are you doing
2: that? <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing. They're, they're obviously making money, and so they're not paying out money if, they don't, if they're losing money. Right. So, like, we just must not be business savvy. Because I mean, I
0: guess it's just the area that we're in is, is what it is.
2: Because maybe s- there's other
0: areas that really, really, really love baseball, and that's where a lot of its revenue come from. Yeah. Because if you look at it this way, I guess I didn't really think this part through, but you think about the NCAA tournament. Who always leads the NCAA tournament watching? This city does even even the year that Louisville wasn't in the tournament when we uh, when we self banned, Louisville was the highest rated for watching the NCAA tournament.
2: Yeah, right? this is basketball country.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's why we don't see it. It Doesn't either. make any sense. To yeah. Us. yeah. With
2: that said, though, where's baseball country? Like I'm thinking, Florida and Texas are known for football, right? I'm,
0: I mean, New York is is pretty high on, ba- on baseball. Uh, a lot really? of the, a lot of the Midwest. I think
2: of basketball one I mean I'm I'm biased but
0: well, I mean you have the Yankees up there so I mean the Yankees yeah. and the Mets uh, and Boston I mean I know you have the Patriots but I mean I mean the Boston some a lot of these big cities are just sports towns right. like New York and Boston or even Chicago I mean that's why well, that like if you anywhere go else, to
1: one you go to the other. Exactly. Yeah. Whoever's
2: winning, they're going to get behind too because they want to see their city do well. I'm like of I can baseball, respect I'm, that.
0: I'm thinking of like the Midwest, your Iowa's, your Nebraska's. Even though I don't have professional teams, yeah. Nebraska's where the college baseball uh, championship is, and Omaha. Yeah. So that's that's where I think of more baseball is.
2: So that leaves where for soccer then?
0: <laughs> exactly where we put it on this podcast. Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> exactly nowhere. But. It, it didn't really make sense, and I know you're not going to like that, but you're stuck playing in Philadelphia, which we talked about this man. They have some of the worst fans in in sports. No, I think the most passionate. I, I you, yes, yes, you, yes, you could say that, but I don't, I don't know, man. They're nuts.
2: You, you talked about this a little bit before, though, the people and how you got to understand. Like, some sometimes, you know how you get some fakeness? I, and it's not only this area. It's all over the country. But you might walk, hey, how are you doing? And, oh, it's so not, – that's not how it is there. Like, they're going to keep it real. They're like, hey, man, you got a booger hanging out of your nose. Like, go ahead and get that booger or whatever it might be. So it's not them being mean. It's they're going to keep it real with you. You look at the Sixers even. They were talking about all those players who are coming in this year. If you lose, they're gonna boo you. Like that's what. And, and in my opinion, if I'm a player, I don't care for either of them. I'm not saying I would want one way or another. But I am. I operate better with somebody keeping it real with me.
0: Well, see, if they're gonna keep it real, then why are they getting so mad at James? At uh, Jimmy <laughs> Butler. Jimmy Butler's just keeping it real all the time, telling that players in Minnesota are soft.
2: Well, I don't think – yeah, There said was that? a
0: lot of people that were not happy with Jimmy Butler when he first came to Philly. They thought that –
2: Because of his play or what they gave away?
0: Because of – not just because of his attitude. There was a lot of backlash whenever they got it because they felt like he was coming in and, and being a – A cancer to the team when he first came in.
2: No, the thing that you're missing is they wanted, like even Brett Brown and all of them wanted him to be more aggressive. They were saying, "Listen, Jimmy, you got to be the guy on this team. You got Embiid, you got Simmons. You've got to be the alpha dog out here." And he wasn't kind of being that.
0: Something, by the way, this is a side note because I know we're we're talking about the Sixers, but I was. I just remember this when I was looking up old, like, Louisville stuff the other day on YouTube. Yeah. He was on that Marquette team at the first year of the Yum Center when Louisville came back and beat them from 16 points down with six minutes. Him and, uh, uh, what's his face, Jay Crowder. Both that's of them were on that team. That's yeah. a good team. Yeah, that's a very good, good good very good team. And <laughs> they just said Crowder. Louisville's I think best player is... was Preston Knowles.
2: That's not a good team. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. no. That's, yeah, that is the year that we lost to Moorhead State after Preston Mills broke his foot in the first half.
2: Quick stat for you, too. They just said last night watching the Utah-Denver game that Jay Crowder is the second leader in most threes made off the bench this season.
0: This, isn't it crazy how many like weird stat? Like who does this stuff? Oh man! The fi- <laughs> like the, he's hit the most threes off the bench on days that end with Y.
2: Well, the funniest thing is they've got. Qu- <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's
0: always a, it's <laughs> always like weird stats like that. I know every day ends in Y, and you yeah. don't have to correct me. I know that. No, I'm a math <laughs> specialist. I'm not a spelling bee <laughs> yeah. champion.
2: No, they Corver's uh, uh, on that list too. That's the funniest thing. Corver's like top five or six as well too. So I was like, obviously, where was that,
0: where was that last year in the finals? Yeah, or the year before yeah, in the finals, Corver, you mm. bum.
1: Oh, come on, he's cute as heck. <laughs> he looks like the lead singer from the Goo Goo Dolls. Uh, that's why I love him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but speaking of Bryce Harper, we started this uh, we started this segment last week called the Power Move. We where we we find anything, and it could be anything. And Grant was like, "Well, what does it have? To, what does it really do?" And BJ said it perfectly. It's up to your interpretation. Yeah. What you think is a power move? But something that I saw, and if you all follow the page, you all saw the picture that I shared with the picture of Bryce Harper and Bobby Bonilla. And for those of you that don't know about Bobby Bonilla, I'm going to explain to you the story. But my power move is from Bobby Bonilla's agent in 2000. And you're like, well, that's 19 years ago. Yeah, but that picture explains why I'm talking about it. So in 2000, the New York Mets had Bobby Bonilla, And he was sucking, so they were like, "Well, we're gonna cut him, but we're not gonna pay him yet." And he's like, "Well, you gotta pay him." He was still owed five point nine million dollars on his contract. So his agent, being a genius and being an expert in power moves, says, (laughs) "How about we do this? How about you guys defer his contract, and we'll only add eight percent annual annual uh, interest to it, right? APR, yeah, and then you guys can pay it whenever you want." And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's great. So they did this. And then they didn't pay him until 2011 for the first time. So now Bobby Bonilla, from 2011 to 2035, on July 1st, will now get paid $1.193 million every year to do nothing. <laughs> I wouldn't so
2: say nothing. He's <laughs> doing
0: – he hasn't played baseball since 2001. So my power move, my friends, goes to Bobby Benia's agent,
2: which therefore falls to Bobby Benia. I mean, that works out. Bobby well for Bobby Benia had
0: nothing to do with that negotiation. You know, <laughs> his his guy was like, "Look, this is what we're going to offer him. They're probably not going to take it." Yeah. And then his agent comes out like, and he's like, "What happened?" Oh, well, they took it. We're gonna like we're gonna be rich forever. He's like, the, he's diving in his coins like Scrooge McDuck now, because. The Mets are idiots. <laughs> in in summary,
2: the Mets are idiots. The That's Mets right are saying. idiots. Well, that'll move me to my power move because calling a national sports franchise idiots, I'd say, could be considered a power move. But I'm going to one up you. You've got some logic going on, and I've got a little bit of the opposite. He's not thinking with his uh, head; he's thinking with his heart, and we're talking I mean, about
0: love here. I mean, I don't know. He's thinking with his head still.
2: Yeah, it could be true, but but with that being said, my power move of the week is going to be Robert Kraft and his attorneys at law. Because, let me just tell you, first and foremost, before we get into it, Bobby Kraft is what I would like to call him. El Babo.
0: El Babo. Will
2: not be charged with all of these alleged incidents.
0: Now, is this, is this your prediction, or you're saying this is actually going to happen? You can... I, I would
2: say this is my lock of the week because, but I'm four and four, so I'm clearly not. I don't got nothing to stand on there. You can mark it down; he will not be charged. First of all, it's a misdemeanor.
0: So, so you're like the girl from Waterboy. There ain't no prediction. That's what's going to be. Yeah, there ain't no guess. <laughs> That's what's
1: going to be.
2: Our IQ is probably similar, but besides that, I don't know if we have a lot in common. But um, yeah, it, it's a misdemeanor, and it's there's a lot of stuff that basically it's solici- solicitation is what the charge is, right? It's a very nice
0: way of putting it. Well, if
2: you look at the definition of solicitation, it's incorrect. You can't solicit 125 people. So, (laughs) therefore, yeah. Therefore, with that being said, first and foremost, if he just says he's in a relationship with her, like maybe he knew her going down there and asked specifically for Becky. Hey, Becky gives the greatest massages in the world. You know, (laughs) I don't know what her American name is, but maybe we'll just go with Becky. <laughs> and so, yeah, he, he's not going to get in trouble. And to make a move like that on the AFC championship game, I mean, he's got some cojones, man. He's He's got some cojones. I mean, that's
0: obvious. That was shown in probably those videos that they had. They, well, <laughs> those.
2: this is the other thing. He's a bargain shopper, man. So credit, credit to I mean, that dude's Bavo. a
0: multi-billionaire, and he's, you know, Here's a hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> bargain shopper.
2: Listen, see, this is why all of this. It, the other thing I, I like to see what he was wearing going in there. If he's got, I, th- I don't want
0: to see that.
2: No, no, no. Come on, man. You this know is it's going to be like a.
0: a, a- motorola razor video is what it's going to look like <laughs> someone filming something through a screen door you know it's not going to be anything that you, No, oh, they, that's not really robert craft they
2: said it was a i don't remember i think it was a dea sting but it was by the district attorney and they somehow got a camera in there so my guess and, and this could be incorrect but somebody's got to do some surveillance in there so they send one of their own in there he plants a camera He gets a little bit of a massage. Hey, nothing happened. i tell you
0: what. I wouldn't want to be a janitor there. (laughs) (laughs) You have a security guy. I wouldn't want to be a janitor. Yeah.
2: probably have to clean the ceilings. So your your
0: power move is, is Bobby Kraft.
2: Power move is old Robert Kraft. And you laughed when I first told you this. No, I'm being dead serious. This is the ultimate power move in multiple forms and fashion. And that's what defines a true power move to me. And it's like I said... Unfortunately, in and, and R.I.P., but she, uh, his wife passed away in 2011. He has a smoking hot 39-year-old girlfriend currently. He owns the Patriots. I mean, this dude. Super Bowl champs. Yep. Yeah, current current Super Bowl champs, previously beat by the Eagles in the championship. But that's, you know, that's.
0: Living in the past, you right. like a Kentucky fan.
2: Yep. R.I.P. Nick Foles as well, too, while yeah. we're on the
0: R.I.P.s. <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah, well, that's why it's a power
0: move. So, Grant, I asked him before the show, I said, well, do you want to do a power move? No. What about a beef? Oh, I got a beef. I'm like, no, he had a power move, too. Do you you got a power move? Yeah, I can give
1: my power move. I think this is a great power move. It was on the fly. Um, I have a three-week and one-day-old baby, so I've been watching a lot of movies with my wife. Uh, We saw The Terminator and T2 Judgment Day
2: Classics Not Both the ro- not the roller coaster So
1: good Not, not the roller, roller coaster. coaster Not the roller coaster <laughs> no.
2: R.I.P. as well Yeah <laughs> they,
1: <laughs> while we're on the R.I.P. They <laughs> were great Amazing films um, The second one uh, I'll have to give the power move To Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> um, Who was able to uh, Not kill any civilians While they're stealing The first Terminator's arm And his <laughs> microchip <laughs> That is a
2: power move.
1: It's as power move as it gets. Uh, I know he didn't necessarily have a choice. John Connor told him not to. And that's
0: not the running back for the Steelers. No, it's
1: not. (laughs) Um, But he goes out there, Gatling guns, six cars, grenade launchers, five. uh, Doesn't kill a single person. And i got to give a shout-out to... uh, uh, the terminator i'd say that's serious accuracy i think it's the the, the governator
2: and i remember that scene they had the old school video game where you had the mounted gun and you're sitting there like that's the scene that you're doing i've killed a few civilians myself in that unfortunately i
0: mean you gotta give a power move when it's due so speaking of movies i'm giving my beat first because i want you to i want the show to end with yours because yours is good (laughs) Yours good. (laughs) yours is good and and moving from one movie to another while we were just preparing to get to do the show i scrolled through and i didn't have a beef at first and i saw something and i was like no nope, that's it i found a beef and grant was like wow that was quick i'm scrolling through and i saw an article that says the sandlot is being remade into a tv show I'm going to say just one thing. You're killing me, Smalls. You're don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Leave it where it's at.
2: I hope you eat your words. I hope it's like the greatest show in the world and you come back on and you're like, man, I love that oh, show. I bet
0: I eat I'll eat it like that chaw and then I'll throw it up because it's terrible. It's going to be terrible. It's probably going to be something that's on like ABC Family. It's going to be awful.
1: Don't remake a... Classic. It's, it's perfect. Just they the
2: don't even is. have any details yet, and you're already
0: shooting it down over We've here. Absolutely.
1: Terminator and T2 were perfect, and then they had to make six sequels. <laughs> so.
0: Terminator turned into the Land Before Time for action yeah. movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was just waiting for Terminator sing-alongs to come out. Yeah. I, they might be making another one here soon. Oh, I can't wait to not watch that one yeah. either. Yeah, it's like Alien and Predator I don't, too. I don't even think I watched one since... Two, and I don't even really remember that. I watched that when I was a kid. I got it. Classics, though. Yeah, I mean, those are, but then once you get to where he can like barely walk cuz he's like walking with a walker. I mean, you can't really make him anymore. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, since you two are going to have a beef, I'll throw one in there as well too. Oh. Spur of the moment, we talked we were going to talk about this a little bit earlier, but we never touched it. My beef of the week is going to be the Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder fight being postponed now. Yeah. And by postponed, I mean it's probably not going to happen because that's unfortunately the way some of this stuff goes, and it's exactly what Grant said earlier. There's not a ton of talent in the heavyweight division. So watching the first was fight.
0: Butterbean still fighting?
2: I think so. He's just knocking out the guys off Jack Rearin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he gets paid the big bucks for that. Him and Steve O are good buddies. But yeah, unfortunately I don't think that fight's gonna happen. And that was a fight, like I said earlier, I'm a big heavyweight fan. I would have loved to see that one yeah, again. Yeah,
1: that the the first fight was extremely good. Uh Fury was boxing him to pieces. Yeah. Um, and Wilder uh, is has terrible form, yeah. Uh, but he is one of the biggest knockout artists in the sport, maybe ever. Uh, I don't know how competition is now compared to old days. I mean, you can right. debate that all day long.
2: Always uh, will be a debate, too. I think.
0: Oh, I feel like sure. that's in every sport, to be honest yeah.
1: with you, except for maybe like football. Oh, NBA. I, think I hear is it all the the really
0: one where you can't really argue. Mm-hmm. Like the players are way better now.
1: Uh, but he is—he's forty and 0, uh, one draw with uh, 39 knockouts. Right. Um, and he just I mean he pours it on and uh, Well, it's like
2: you said it's not with technique either. It, no, it's no. I mean haymakers. he's
1: windmill punching, haymaking. Yeah. I mean it's looking like Afro Thunder out there yes. from Rated Rumble Boxing. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> it's it's wild. But uh I, I support Wilder. He's our he's our one yep. heavyweight champ. Um so I want to see him get in there and knock more people out.
0: Well, you brought it up. That that was a sticking with boxing. That was your beef.
2: No, that was that was for your no, beef. No,
0: no, this is oh. his, no. That's not his beef. My heart just dropped for a second. I'm no, like, I'm his not beef, stealing, is, beef. No, his Gosh. beef is is with boxing. Okay, so it, that's what we've been on, and I'm so glad that you brought a beef, and it has to do with boxing.
2: Good. Try not to make me have a heart attack next time you do that. Good. No. That's <laughs> gracious!
1: All right, so I was watching. Uh, this was late last year. Uh, it was on a DAZN fight. Uh, they cover the World Boxing Super Series. There were two fighters on there. Uh, One was Jason Maloney. Uh, Super excited. Um, They they were both really good fights. Uh, And Anthony Yigit. Anthony Yigit's nickname was Anthony. Can you dig it, (laughs) Yigit? Such a good name. Yeah, I was about to say that's one. (laughs) I I like that one.
2: (laughs) Hey, I just mentioned that a couple episodes ago. Can you dig it?
1: Can Can you you dig dig it, it, Yigit? So so good. Um,
2: one of my all-time favorite movies, The Warriors, reference that Zam. Um,
1: the next fight had a man named Jason Maloney, nickname is the Smooth One. Terrible. No, yeah, you can't. Terrible, terrible name. Also, I thought of this nickname in the five seconds as I was getting angry as they told me. Jason No Baloney Maloney. Yeah, that's, that's way better. That's so good. The
2: first one, they went to a kindergarten class and said, Hey, kids, we've got this guy. What's the nickname for you? And that's what they came up with. Oh,
1: my goodness. <laughs> and that's my beef. I'm, I'm sick and tired of these bad nicknames that are just complete trash. Uh, you have... Uh, two sides of the corn for, uh, coin for Mayweather. You have Pretty Boy Floyd, a good name. He's very defensive, extremely good, couldn't be touched, so he's a good looking guy. Right. Now he's Money Mayweather because he makes a lot of money. Mmm. Sell out. Boy. Sell out. That is scorching. Good one. Uh, we have uh, Muhammad Ali, who uh, used to be known as the Louisville Lip. You might want to watch it with this one. I know, I know. I'm not, I don't want to be offensive. Uh, but his other not-so-great ones are The Greatest. And, you know, it's okay for uh, Wayne Gresky to be The Great One. Very good. Uh, the Greatest is to of play. Yeah. The count of play. The I one. agree.
2: And that's not one that no nickname should ever be given by yourself, but you can't even say that one. Hey, I'm Muhammad, The Greatest Ali. Like, right. no, you can't
1: say that. No, no, not good. Uh, Lomachenko, my favorite fighter. Uh, he actually had one recently. Um, he made, I think it was three fighters quit on the stool. He didn't knock any of them out, but they couldn't they could not deal with his skill. So they had to quit on the on the stool. Uh, he gave him, I don't know who gave him the nickname. But he uh, now goes by Nomaschenko.
0: Oh man, so
1: good! I like
0: that. Yeah, very, but, very, say, very I'm, I'm hoping this is not one of the ones you dislike. No, I no, like Nomaschenko.
1: Yeah,
2: but for it's multiple re- reasons, that's got a Nomas reference from the fight. Where I mean, yep. So yes. there's that's good.
1: That's good. There's
2: some thought into the ones yeah. that are quality, in my opinion. Yeah. Really,
1: really good. Uh, another bad one. He's one of my favorite fighters at 160. Uh, but he is Demetrius Boo Boo Andre. That, that one honestly
0: sounds like that was given to him by his mom or his grandma or something when he was a kid. If you can prove it, I'll accept it. That that I'm going to do some research, but that one sounds like that was given to him
1: by someone. Like That was like when he was a kid. <laughs> there was a recent fight between Brandon Rios, who is a Mexican, said that his name is Brandon. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and <don't laughs> what a lie is that? That is not a good Mexican name. I'd agree,
2: though. Uh, th- I- you can't be Brandon. No, you not be. Brandon.
1: Sorry, white I mean, white guy Brandon's okay. <laughs> Mexican Brandon, you yeah. gotta have a good name. Uh, he yeah. fought a man named Humberto Soto. That's um, a good Mexican name. It's an okay Mexican name. Yeah, not good is his nickname, La Zurita, which means little fox or crafty fox. <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, not, yeah it's you know, awful. It's Nobody awful. likes little foxes in the ring. It doesn't make no sense. Uh, Another quick one. I, uh, apparently, I, I was reading this before I came in because I, I never understood it. Uh, they have TIE Fighters who this, fight in this these was small my, ones. This
0: was my favorite story you told. No, <laughs> this, uh, this one was good.
1: TIE Fighters who will pick up promotional companies and they add it to their nickname. Um, we have an extremely good straw weight. Uh, fights at 105 pounds. Um, whopping
2: 105. A
1: Whopping 105. Soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> and his nickname... ...is Knockout, which would, could be a, a nickname, but it's a stupid one. Uh, but on top of that, he adds his promotional company, uh, a place that sells groceries... He is knockout CP Freshmark. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? Gang, for, gang. For, yeah. Promoting that Freshmark bag? Yeah.
0: Oh, man. I mean, I'm not arguing with him. If he's knockout and he's 105 pounds, I'm not really arguing with no, him. I ain't going to fight it.
2: Which, no. let's think about this. Who wins? Beef is fighting a 105-pound professional fighter.
0: Are we boxing? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm losing.
2: I'm yeah. losing. Boxing that gives him the advantage. What about street fight? Let's go street fight. Hundred and five so pound I can, like, boxer. Throw sand
0: and stuff. Oh, you yeah. kick in the balls,
2: dude. Yeah. Well, that the second train. one. No, I'm the going straight. No. Bobby
0: Hill. You got get off my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> and kicking him around the balls and the conies. Yeah.
2: I, I don't know if that's like you know. I wouldn't brag about that. I'd say it's a hundred. it was a street fight. Yeah, dude. It's 105 yeah. a hundred and five pound man. Like probably go for the knees or something.
0: Why would I go for his knees? He was hundred five pounds. Well, you go if, for the eyes. Just use your weight. Sit on. Oh, he all he got for it? the eyes? Yeah, you got both go the <laughs> eyes. Sand in the eyes. Yeah. <sighs> you know? Blow the sand in his eyes. And okay. He, and then you unload. Okay. Then you
1: get on top of him and then you unload. And out. throat punch. I don't know why more. I, yeah. Boxers tuck their chin, but if you can throat punch somebody. Oh, man. I feel like that would be awful. Liver Actually,
2: shot, throat punch. Liver shot? Yeah. yeah. Man. And, and uh, what's the spot on your head, the soft spot? The temple. Temple. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Puritan punch in the back, because you can rabbit punch in street fighting. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, but if we're talking street fights, though, pretty much anything goes. So that's why I said I'm going sand, then I'm throwing my weight around. Hey, he's only 105 pounds.
2: Where are you carrying the sand at, by the way?
0: We're on a street. Yeah. Have you been in the streets anywhere? Yeah, he carries sand There's in the random. <laughs> it's weird, man. There's always random patches of sand. Boy. or some type of dust everywhere.
2: Hey, man, there's technique in this. I I can respect that.
0: I thought about this, man. You
2: yeah. gotta take your shirt off too, so they got nothing to grab. Ooh, that's nice. that's not like the scare tactic. People think, oh, that's intimidation. I no, thought, you know what yeah. I thought
0: about, man. If I was a fighter, yeah, this is this is an like all jokes aside. I've legitimately thought about this. If I was a fighter, I wouldn't bathe for the first, for the week before my fight. Oh. If I'm not, I'm hmm. like, look.
2: What about brushing your teeth? <sighs>
0: Man, there's see. There's a lot of stuff that go into this. Yep. I probably would look, man. I'm gonna be chafing real bad when I'm going there, though, because you're not bathing. So, I mean, I'm <laughs> unfortunately, go to I can't do
2: this, bond. but grow a massive beard so you've got cushioning on your face. Come on, man. There's a yeah, lot. Of the,
1: you know, they used to make you shave. Good. Uh, they don't do that anymore. Um, it's
2: cheating. If you got uh, a big old beard, man, that's like punching through the woods.
1: That, what? I your don't. beard cushioning something?
2: Yeah, probably. <laughs> Sixteen ounce gloves aren't enough. You need can a beard. We
1: see that old Joe Dirt over here, doesn't it? Which one was
2: worse, punching through the woods or thinking that a beard would a beard stop would cushion?
1: No, yeah. that hurts.
2: I think it's just because I can't grow one, so that's what it is, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Punching through a beard's not really going to help the person that's getting punched. No, if you're getting punched, you're getting punched. I don't think so. Yeah, might
2: help the punchy so that you don't break your hand. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe don't I'm know. reaching.
0: I. Yeah, but yeah, I, I would not bathe for at least a week before my fight. That way, when I'm fighting, if we go to the ground, this is oh, you're smelling everything, bro.
2: You bathe now? I didn't. <laughs>
0: no, I shower, <laughs> I shower now. I shower now. So I wouldn't shower or bathe for at least a week before my fight. Hey, no
2: if you bathe, that could be a power move. Yeah. That could be. No.
0: It's more of a power move to give them your BL. You smell like Taco Bell burritos. No, no, no.
2: I'm saying, I'm saying bathing <laughs> over showering.
0: How's that really a power move? I, I, I mean, mean, I don't dislike bathing. By any means, don't take it as that. But I'm not really sure how that Dude, would be. Dude, it's like so. a
2: hot tub. You're basically getting into a hot tub, but the problem is all the nasty stuff is floating around you. Yeah.
0: L- that's why I'm asking how
2: it's <laughs> <powered>. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Well, what if you flush the water, then put new water in there? That's smart. Yeah. And it's not like people need that water, man. I mean, come on. Your water yeah, bill would be like, like seventy million
0: a it, year. It, it's not like Flint, Michigan's like struggling nah. for water or anything. So you should just flush your bathtub out and run some more. Hey, if
2: they want the dirty bath water, I'll give it to them.
0: I guess it sounds like a Zesto ice cream. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
2: it does. Because Golden Twist is the real ice cream spot yeah. around here.
0: I still haven't tried it, so I'm not disagreeing with you. But Grant, bro, thank you for driving over here. Heck yeah! To the undisclosed area that people still don't know where we're at. I so we say anything, Yeah,
1: we don't want to tell everyone where we're at. It was fun. I enjoyed talking about it. Nobody yeah. cares about boxing, so this was perfect.
0: Oh, it's I can't I can't wait for people to hear this one because I mean this gave me a lot of knowledge that I had no idea. Before. Yeah, you did
2: a great job on it all, and it was a lot of fun too.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I mean, BJ obviously did his research. I was just there to kind of throw in my jabs, which I found out <laughs> aren't power punches. No pun intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, Grant, again, I thank you for coming on. I'll definitely have you on some more nice. to talk about boxing. I mean, anytime we can bring something different that's not soccer, we'll definitely bring it on here. Yeah, and that food pool. Yeah. Food my book.
2: thought to leave us with is no, I don't hate Balboa, but I pitied a fool.
1: Yeah, I. I absolutely agree with you i also agree also can we make sure we call your your followers uh beef buddies
0: oh that's good oh beef buddies
1: see spontaneous you're here with, you're here with the
0: neat you're here with the nicknames i got <laughs> yeah. one i got one better i'm calling a beef on your nickname i'm going with beef nuggets i'm okay with that beef, I'm okay nuggets. With that. I'm beef I'm okay. nuggets how about that one all right you do that and i'll call them beef babies <laughs> oh beef babies it's kind of it sounds like the old beanie babies though I'm okay with that. Beefy babies.
2: (laughs) Hey, my little niece just bought a Beanie Baby yesterday. I didn't even know they were still around. Was it the T-Y brand? Yeah. And it was only like $7, which seemed like a
0: fair deal. That's the thing, man. It's fair. They they were never worth anything anything despite what people thought.
2: Yeah, right. Some of those bears I saw sell for crazy amounts. The bears. I'm telling you,
0: what's the bear like? How? Like
2: the Thai beanie babies, but the bears were the most. Listen, anybody who's in the know, you're talking to the ultimate. I'm not,
0: I'm not saying you're lying. I'm 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 honestly intrigued by this.
2: They're they would make bears, and okay. they weren't. They were just the small beanie babies, but they would have like maybe one would be a Valentine's Day bear, or maybe one would be. And those were the ones that were worth the real money. So like you didn't limited
1: want limited edition kind of stuff.
2: Kind of yes, there was something that would make them a lot more. You didn't want to go in and get the puppy dog. You didn't want to go get the whatever they were. You needed the bears. That's think about the the plexiglass cases that they always had. Yeah. You always see the bears in them. Bears. Re- bears. Trust bears. me on this. This to come from the guy who <laughs> BJ sold rock candy. Beanie
0: Baby <laughs> consultant. I did not know. Yeah. I did. I did not know that. Not only is is yeah.
2: check my tie beanie baby page out on my MySpace page.
0: Yeah. And I didn't. I did not know that BJ was such a connoisseur of beanie babies.
2: If there's money involved, <laughs> <laughs> if there's money involved. I'm there.
0: But Grant, again, thank you for coming on. Always a good time hanging out with you, and the fact that we can record something that I can get more famous from is fantastic for me for sure yeah. and one
2: day your little one will be able to listen to it absolutely
1: oh, good I'll play it for her yeah so maybe, maybe you can
0: play it for her tonight and she can go to sleep to it aww yeah I mean I'll have it up tonight so <laughs> she you just listen listen to Papa G talking the whole time that's
1: right
0: but guys try to stay warm it's supposed to snow tomorrow or Sunday so <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah, I'm not really looking forward to that one, but Big G signing
1: out. peace out beef babies <laughs> <laughs> beef out